Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Welcome to a bonus episode of Des After Dark. As always, I'm your host, P-Dubs, and it's just me for this episode. As I am doing this, as I say, as a bonus, Craig is currently on his Orlando adventures, so the show may be a little bit late, the, the full show this month, just because he hasn't begun his Disney side of those adventures yet. So I thought I'd just publish a, a little bonus, and I did um, kind of tease this over on our Facebook pages, um, I went to see Haunted Mansion uh, on opening day, which doesn't happen very often. Um, but I'm not going to give you an all-out review. I will let you make your own mind up about whether you go and see it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I wouldn't say it's the greatest film ever. Um, certainly, Pirates of the Caribbean is a better ride to film than than Haunted Mansion is. But I can safely say it is twice the film that the original Haunted Mansion is. And it will be, and this is why I'm doing this, um, it will be a fun thing to watch if you're a massive Haunted Mansion fan or even if you're just a theme park fan in general because there is some great Easter eggs that relate to not just the Haunted Mansion ride. Um, There's a couple of other Easter eggs, one that I will probably talk about here on this episode. So, yep, this is going to be my favourite Easter eggs from the Haunted Mansion movie um, that was released here in the UK just this past week. I know it's been out for a couple of weeks in the US for our US listeners, but we have only just got it. For some reason, normally we get Disney films before the US, but not this time. But that's why I'm here. I am going to give you a breakdown of my favourite Easter eggs. I'm not going to go into all of them because there's so many, but I'm going to pick my favourite ones. So I'm going to start off for anybody that knows the queue of Haunted Mansion. Uh, you walk through the graveyard uh, so my favourite Easter egg, first favourite Easter egg, is the tombstones that we find in Master Gracie's basement, um, which also ties into another Easter egg, which I'll throw in here. Obviously, the the main haunted mansion in the film is the one from Disneyland. Uh, we get a great shot that mirrors the the image that we get in all the the press for Haunted Mansion. Um, so you're looking at it from the left hand, uh, from the right hand side of the mansion your left, um, so we get that opening shot of the Haunted Mansion in exactly that form. But, it's not the only Haunted Mansion we see. Master Gracie, otherwise known, not Master Gracie, sorry. Um, I've completely lost track of where I was. Mr. Crump, otherwise known as the Hatbox Ghost, I'm getting completely confused there. Master Gracie is one of the lead characters in this film, and I won't, I won't pick that up as a, as an Easter egg because he is one of the main, main characters that we we find. As is the Hatbox Ghost. Um, 
So for anybody that's been to Disneyland will know the Hatbox Ghost. Any Disney fan should know the Hatbox Ghost, but he is about to be added to the Haunted Mansion at Walt Disney World. But he is one of the ma- major characters of this this film. Um, but I'm not going to go into it because of the fact that he is a major character. I don't really cast it as an Easter egg. In the same way I don't cast Master Gracie as, a, as an Easter egg. He's one of the main characters. But we do visit Mr. Crump's other mansion. Which is based on the Walt Disney World Haunted Mansion. Um, so both both versions of the Haunted Mansion are there. Um, certainly in, in this style, obviously um, out in Asia there's a different Haunted Mansion with a different story. Um, and of course we have Phantom Manor at Disneyland Paris. But they don't get a mention. Apparently the Disneyland Paris one was in the script. And there was going to be a, a nod to it that um, Mr. Crump was collecting houses that were supposedly haunted and he bought one in bought one in Thunder Mesa. That got cut out, apparently. Um, it was in the script, but they didn't use it. But his other house, the one that he, he claims is his, um, the, the Crump Mansion, uh, is the Walt Disney World one. And included in that, we find underneath the mansion, he buried his victims in the same way that we see them at, in the queue for, for Haunted Mansion. We get some quite funny ones. Um, one that I've got here, um, too much she said and now is dead. Um, who, um, I can't see on the picture. I've got a picture in front of me. Who'd often blunder can now enjoy six feet under. Um, not really in the same way that they're used. We don't see any of the ones from the, the queue. Um, they've come up with some new ones, which is a shame. Um, but I do think that's a great Easter egg. Um, we all know those those tombs, tombstones scattered around the queue, both in Disneyland and Walt Disney World. So that was my first major Easter egg that I really loved. My second one, and you can't really miss them, uh, is the statue busts. Um, the iconic illusion that we see throughout the, the mansions, not just uh, Haunted Mansion, we see them in Phantom Manor as well. Um, they are very much prominent in the background of, of a lot of shots. Um, so we get to see them, and I, I really like that. They're, they're part of my favourite favorite things from the rides. So I had to include that there. They don't play a major part in the story, but I I really love the fact that they were added. So my next one, and this is, this is really for aficionados of Disney history, um, the sea captain plays a prominent part in this film. And so for anybody that doesn't know, uh, the sea captain, Captain Gore, as he was known at the time, was a, a major part of the early, early concept for the Haunted Mansion. Um, he was to be included as the main character. And I, and I know people, including Fresh Bait, um, for anybody that, that knows Fresh Bait, David from Fresh Bait, has pointed out that um, the sea captain is possibly the ghost host in the Haunted Mansion, there's no confirmation of that. A lot of people think it's Master Gracie, which it isn't. Clearly, Master Gracie was part of um, what went wrong, so he couldn't be the ghost host. He was he was part of that. Um, but the the unused narrative that if if you didn't know, um, he murdered his young wife, and after she discovered he was a pirate, 
um, and he kills himself, and that's supposedly him that's hanging from the rafters um, in the stretching room. So, obviously, that takes us right on to my next favourite one, which is the stretching room. It, it, it's teased throughout the film until we actually see it fairly near the end. Um, it's an exact replica of the Disneyland one. Um, so, yeah, it, it's very clever. Um, I like that. Um, it's expanded on as well in, in this. We see those those stretching portraits come to life and I actually help them escape in some ways. Um, the, the, the human characters of the portraits help them escape while the less human side, the quicksand, the crocodile, kegs of dynamite, they all play a part in trying to stop them escaping during the film. Um, three of the lead characters have to escape to to help them get through what what's happening in the in the house um but to see those come to life obviously that's a, a major part and i know collectors love to have parts of the, the stretching room uh, and those portraits have gone for hundreds of thousands of dollars when when they've come up and obviously they are replaced quite regularly um because they do damage because of what they go through in that that stretching room so it was great to see see that play a part in the film i was waiting for it and i didn't expect it to to be such an elaborate scene if i'm honest and i i really enjoyed that so my next one um is a big one and i think it's 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 the one that everybody was kind of looking out for and and that's the the inclusion of the doom buggy um there's a couple of different versions of it um which is great and it actually plays a major part early on the film um where um the hatbox ghost tries to expel um, some of the characters and they are sent out on what is pretty much the Doom Buggy that was uh, designed by Bob Gurr. Um, it's great to see that and obviously that's used throughout uh, all the mansions and, and manors throughout the, the world. So it was it was great to see, see that included. Um, and then as I go through... The next one for me is the the endless hallway, which is another staple uh, of the ride with the floating can, candelabra, um, as well as the the bride, who does play a part in this film. Um, obviously, it's she's not a major part. Obviously, the the main villain um, is the Hatbox Ghost. She does play a, a small part. Constance Hatchaway. Um, for anybody that that doesn't know, she is the the, the bride. From from the attraction that we find in the attic, which is another major major part of this storyline, uh, and I think this is this is the problem that maybe the general public have had with the haunted mansion, is it is very much geared towards the Disney fan, C- certainly the Disney parks fans, and um, because there is so much, and it it's made important by by the script that these these things are, are majorly important yet people that haven't been on the ride probably don't know about these these parts of the ride like they may know the ride but they won't necessarily know characters and scenes from the ride and i think that's possibly where it's had its downfall um my probably my favorite one and it's going to be one that not a lot of people know happened because it didn't last very long um but the the knight in shining armor plays a major part in 
in the early scenes of, of this film, um, setting up the haunting of the house. Um, he kind of makes people believe that the house is haunted. So the knight in China armor, you may not think is a major thing. And he can still be found in in the attractions. But for a brief while, that suit of armor would have been inhabited by a cast member. Who then, as the Doom Buggies went past, he would move towards the Doom Buggies. Unfortunately, um, human reaction when they're scared is to uh, lash out. And unfortunately, that knight in shining armor got hit quite a few times. Um, so it was eventually removed. It didn't last very long. Um, but I really like that as a as a little Easter egg in this film for certainly people like me. So there's other things that you could talk about. Um, some that are major parts of the ride that really aren't much more than a passing glimpse. Uh, the wallpaper doesn't really play a major part. It's there, but it it's never kind of focused on. Another thing that we, we get to see is the clock with um, 13 numbers on it. That's That plays a small part, but it's... It, it's nothing major, but again, it's it's just a small Easter egg. Uh, then, as I say, we've got characters that play a major part in the ride. Uh, Master Gracie, Madame Leota, the Hatbox Ghost. I'm not going to dive into them because they are front and centre. We don't need to, to dive into those because I don't really even call them Easter eggs because of how big a part they play. Um, as we get to the last few, um, another one of my favourites is the, the ballroom scene. We get that. Re recreated pretty much exactly like it is in the ride um, all the ghosts that we know are there um, for me the major one is Victor Geist who does who you may not know that's his name but he is the organ player um, he's, he's front and centre in this in his exact position as he is in the ride which I, I really love um, we do see some of the ghosts later on um, play a prominent part. Another one of my my favourite ghosts is the the Viking opera singer. She ma she makes a major appearance. She's both in in this scene in the ballroom sequence and when all the ghosts come together at the end of the film, uh, she plays a prominent part in that. Um, but not only with that ballroom sequence, the first time we see it, we see it in exactly the same way that guests would on the ride. And I think that's fantastic. And it's also pointed out there's some scenes within that ballroom. Um, it's used as a dining room at times throughout this film. Um, when you see the, the window up above it, which would be where we got our view of the, the ballroom scene from, you can you can see it. It actually looks like a mirror, which is the way it's done in the, in the ride. If you were inside, it would look like a mirror. Um, so I, I think that's really, really great. We also see the dueling ghosts, the brothers, um, who shoot each other at exactly the same time, um, which I really, really loved. Um, we also, and probably what I will say is, is my last couple, um, couple more appearances from, from certain characters. We do get to see the Grim Grinning Ghosts, uh, the Hitchhiking Ghosts, um, we see them in their full form. 
Um, we get to see Phineas, Ezra, and Gus. Not Phineas and Ferb, for any other Disney fans out there. Um, but we do see them. Um, they get a bit more of a backstory. They actually are linked to the um, the carriage that sat outside the ride at Walt Disney World. Um, it's now pointed out that they were possibly on that coach uh, when it crashed, um, which probably killed them. Uh, and that's the reason why they're hitchhiking, because they were hitchhiking to get in that carriage. Um, and possibly they got hit by that carriage while they were hitchhiking, and that's the reason why they're, they're now hitch, hitchhiking. Um, as I say, we do get the, the Grim Grinner Ghost song in the credits. Um, it is part of the recurring theme throughout the, the film, but it's never in its entirety, and we do get it at the end in a new version. Um, so we do get when the crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake. Spooks come out for a swinging wake. Happy haunts materialise and begin to vocalise. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialise. So you get a better singing from me on this one because it's just me. And then we get, a, a, and this will be my last one. Um, we do get a cameo from the caretaker from the, the, the graveyard scene. But he has taken another form. The caretaker is now a ghost, as is the dog. Um, which seems like a slight strange change. I can understand why they've done it just to include him, but I think you probably could have included him anyway. Um, he could have been somewhere else throughout the film. But it's good to see him, and he is part of the 999 ghosts, um, because there's always room for one more. Um, and, and that wraps up pretty much my thoughts on my favourite Easter eggs from the Haunted Mansion film. As I say, make your own mind up. I'm not one to follow what the press say because half the time it's a load of crap. Um, obviously, I, I, I wouldn't call myself a film aficionado. Um, I enjoy a film. I enjoy TV. Uh, obviously, from my other podcasts, you may know that. But I wouldn't call myself a film critic in any way. I always try to look for the best. And as I say, I don't think this is as big a flop as people are making it out to be. Um and I hope for Disney's sake that it isn't as big a flop as it's been made out to be. Obviously, that's been taken from its US launch. It hadn't launched worldwide at that point. So I'm hoping the box office will be a little bit better than it was being pointed out to be. But I, I enjoyed it. My little one enjoyed it. He's he's now of the age where he recognises things from the ride. So that was that was really good fun. And, and I did say there was one um, Easter egg from another Disney attraction that's included in this that I spotted that I haven't seen mentioned anywhere else. And that was the use of It's a Small World. Uh, we do get a, a little snippet of It's a Small World played, um, which I thought was really kind of clever. Um, that... And again, that will probably bypass a lot of people, but it is one of those songs that's in the public zeitgeist. So I'm hopeful that it didn't go over everybody's head. But I, I really like that. But, yeah, that's that's the end of my thoughts on the Easter eggs from Haunted Mansion. We will be back with a full episode once Craig gets his audio over to me, once he's, he's spent some days at Disney. But remember, hurry back. And next time, bring your death certificate. Why? Because we like you. Kick it! Can't get enough, can't get enough! He's the one!
This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.